Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong! Further down the block, you meant the batter got silver and gold. Welcome, I am the loaf, and with me, Dr. Zom. Que yeah. pasa to yous? Yeah. Uh, this Great week on Zishu. We, we, we skipped a week. <laughs> uh, what? Scheduling, I think. I think. We'll just say it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, this week, we are covering... Space Mutiny from 1988 and Running on Karma. A Johnny Toe flick Toe. from 2003. <coughs> Johnny Toe and another guy. Kafai Y. Why? I don't know this guy. Because we like you. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to those soon. Tom, how are you, sir? Doing all right. I, uh, we, we had a long discussion before we went on air about... Uh, my uh, possible soon to be going out on a date. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, 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 you know, there's times where um, the last best resort is to just fucking run like hell before anything gets started. <laughs> it's possible that that could happen. Could happen. I've done it before a lot. I know. I hate, I just like being by myself do you though yes <laughs> i like to have sex but you know the only person that i can have sex with that doesn't uh, drive me nuts is my own hand it, it probably drives you nuts too though doesn't no it? it's good it's really good <laughs> oh. you've had a very long meaningful yeah. relationship yes it, nobody treats it's like aaron eckhart in friends and neighbors nobody treats me better than i treat myself um <laughs> see that was a movie reference just so people wouldn't think that we're movie just, podcast right here this is us um do you have a water purifier perf, like filter or purifier yeah i put one on my sink okay it's one that hooks up to the spigot mm-hmm Okay. I was wondering if I should get one of those or get uh, one that just like has the pitcher with a thing on top and you pour the water in there and it goes through. I like those, but I don't like that it takes up extra room in the fridge. Okay. Yeah. So I actually take bottles and fill it up with the sink thing and just put the bottles in the fridge. Ah. So now they're just like little bottles and I, hide, I can hide them places and they're smaller. One of my uh, um, co-workers who is kind of a conspiracy theorist was talking about that. He immediately launched into don't drink or, you know, anything with fluoride, which I have told him many times my opinion on that uh, 
John Birch Society uh, thing. And uh, what was his name? Um, Colonel Ripper from uh, Dr. Strangelove and the uh, mm. uh, violation of our precious bodily fluids. And he thought uh, fluoridation of the water was a communist plot. He, My friend seems to think that um, fluoridation in the water makes us passive uh, so that we can be manipulated. And I pointed out to him that we live in one of the most violent societies ever on the planet Earth. Our porn is violent. Our video games are violent. Our movies are violent. We like stuff like Ultimate Fighting Championship. We run people off the road for with road rage. You know, there's so many examples of why that's not true. But eh. you should tell him to get a Brita and just don't tell him that they do nothing for fluoride. <laughs> oh, he researches the shit out of all this stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's a and uh, cries himself to sleep. <laughs> So anyway, that's about it. I just uh, not too much going on. Uh, enjoying life, uh, be enjoying it a lot better if I wouldn't got on that stupid dating website. And uh, well, you know, you know my my back. feelings of it. You should you should you should at least just go out once, just to give it a try. <clears throat> Maybe Dig you'll it. have a connection. Oh, I don't even. I don't want a connection. No. I want to be asexual, like a worm. <laughs> I want to copulate by myself, earthworm. You know. Just roll up into a circle and fuck yourself. And I'm old, man. Stuff. I'm fucking get. I'm old, so like I'm not. You know, they're like, oh my god, uh, where, why are you doing here? Uh, but I'm like, dude, you know, sorry, the old gray Mary ain't what it used to be. I'm not gonna fucking brag. I look like yeah. shit. Big. I'm getting a gut. You know. I'm still. I'm still. Uh, I'm still keeping my weight off. I'm doing good. Well, that's good. I I need to. I've been, it's been not eating from a lot like, of vegetables. Yeah. Well, it's not. Mine's not from like doing anything at all. It's probably from like anxiety and just not yeah. eating. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of those weeks, man. Whoo! Yeah. Like, you know, one of those like wake up at four in the morning and cry. All of a sudden, until... re- yeah, cry. All of a sudden, remember well something shitty that happened seventeen years ago. <laughs> you know. You know what you got? You you might. You might need to take a lesson from the movie, one of the movies we watched. I maybe so. I maybe get I a golf to... cart and scream a lot. Oh, I was thinking split myself into two and ah, that's and... that's stupid. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk more <laughs> about that later. Okay, okay. What have you been watching this week? Oh, well, funny you should ask. <laughs> Since <laughs> you pretty much told me what I've been watching, um, <laughs> I. I finished season two of Nurse Jackie, which is very good. It's funny. It's uh, got some dark stuff in it because Nurse Jackie uh, likes to snort uh, opiates. Yes. She has a family, and uh, she also she has a very nice family, two little girls and a really nice, cool husband. And she fucks this other guy at work to get pills, and you know. But it's good. It's Edie Falco from The Sopranos, and she's um, good in it. Yeah, very very funny show. And I can't wait. And, and each episode is only like thirty minutes, so mm-hmm. uh, they get into it, and it moves along really pretty pretty quickly. I started season two of Peaky Blinders with Cillian Murphy and Sam Neill. This season we get Tom Hardy. He's on there. What do you think you're doing? Bringing this old down in here. You know, he, he, um, uh, I have only <laughs> seen two episodes now and, uh, of the second season. So I'm just curious as to, he has to 
unless he just wanted to do uh, kind of a, it's not a sort of a cameo because he's on there yeah. more than just once, I'm sure. But um, so far he's hasn't done much. He did knock some guy's teeth out, which was kind of cool. Um, let's see. <laughs> Uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. That's from 2015. This is a good movie. It's uh, very odd. It has some. Coming through the theater, I never went to go see it though. You never saw it? No. Uh, To give it a chat, I think you'd like it. It's a, it's a kind of a quirky movie. Uh, There's some stuff in it that, uh, well, I don't want to say, but it's got. Get it on uh, iTunes. No, uh, my friend rented it and brought it Uh, in out of the red box at like walmart or something uh it's got some uh animation and things like that in it uh the guy is a um they're like uh filmmakers you know Mm -hmm. like kids but they're filmmakers and it's it's uh, for a cinephile or what what else what was the other thing cinephile or a film geek a film geek yeah like it dig it uh next thing i watched the last blitzkrieg from 1959 which was directed by arthur dreyfus and stars van johnson dick york from bewitched and larry stork from f troop um when this started i got this on itunes because i had watched something or looked for something and then it had the little thing at the bottom if you like this you might like this and it's an older movie never even heard of it um, it's got a cool concept, which I liked. Um, it's from the perspective of the uh, Germans that um, during the Battle of the Bulge were sent behind enemy lines dressed as American soldiers. You see, like if you've watched Battle of the Bulge or Saving Private Ryan and some of those, yeah. uh, and uh, what's the other one? Um, Band of Brothers. The Germans sent commandos in dressed like American soldiers. They taught them how to speak English and act American, and they would redirect the uh, Americans away from the fight. Like they would act like they were military police and say, This road's been mine. Go this way. And it's from their perspective, uh, especially you know, mainly Van Johnson. Um, and it's kind of um, low budget. It's got General Burkhalter in it from uh, Hogan's Heroes. But um, in. <laughs> In the end, uh, the, the 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 total of of the whole thing, it actually ends up being pretty good, and I like the story. Uh, but it, it's just a kind of a low budget movie, so there is um, some cheese in it, uh, but not too much considering it uh, the subject matter. I finished watching season four of Justified, uh, which was really good, and. Um, Oh God, I'm trying to think what this guy's name is. Um, that's in it. Um, he he played on ER, and I could not believe how fat he got. Um, and let's see what else his name on that show. Um, oh well, I shouldn't even like I should have looked it up before, but I didn't. I don't. I didn't care. <laughs> he, uh, but he got fat. But he was really good in this in uh, the the last uh, season. Um, What's his name? Neil McDonough was on there, and he was fucking like great. Uh, and this guy is the guy. Uh, he plays uh, Boyd Crowder's uh, a guy he knew uh, who was an MP in Afghanistan, and he's kind of burnt out and everything. And he comes in and is Boyd's uh, kind of bodyguard and muscle. Mm-hmm. But he he plays the part really well. He's like addicted to heroin and stuff. And uh, you know I I can't remember what his name is now, but it's season four, and I'd have to look it up. So anyway. 
Um, Timothy Oliphant is always good in that show. I watched uh, 2015's Mr. Holmes, uh, directed by Bill Condon and starring Ian McKellen and Laura Linney. Uh, this is really good. I like anything Sherlock Holmes. This is uh, when he's toward the end of his life. Yeah. And uh, he always had the uh, really great powers of observation, kind of like photographic memory, but not just that, but uh, being able to just see things and 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 figure out what's going on or tell somebody's story. Uh, and he's starting to kind of slip and lose his um, memory, which is oh, wow. frustrating for him and everything. But it's really good, and there's a relationship between him and a, and a little boy, which is cool. Um I thought it was really good, and I th- Ian McKellen was really good. I, I just I, I don't know how old he is, but man, God, he looked old in this. Yeah, um, he's up there now. Yeah, he's got to be. He was born in '39, so. Ooh. Uh, let's see. I have uh, just to add uh, real quickly. Um, read uh, Extraordinary X Men. <laughs> These are comics that um, have started back up after the recent Marvel Secret Wars, which was putting all the uh, different universes in order, uh, meshing them and squishing them together and seeing what Crisis comes up. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, every, yeah it's just like yeah. DC. They're, they're just redoing everything to get things kind of con- back on track with continuity and timelines and everything like that. Uh, Extraordinary X-Men is very good. I like it. Uh, and uh, one of the characters in it on the team is old man Logan. So if you have, if you read the, um, graphic novel, uh, or the, you know, the, the, uh, kind of like a five part series or whatever mm-hmm. it was uh, called old man Logan, it's Wolverine in the future when he's old, uh, the world is kind of fucked up and he's in the wasteland living. Well, he now is I guess the only Logan in the Marvel universe and he is not Wolverine anymore. Uh, was it X 23 or whatever the, the girl that is his clone, uh, that only has two claws is now Wolverine. He is just Logan or old man Logan. And he's, and he's old. He's got white hair and old and crotchety. Um, <laughs> uh, see, uh, the, the, uh, Avengers, um, I can't remember what, like, cause you know, there's like new Avengers and then sunspot from, New Mutants is like a billionaire now, and he has an Avengers team. This is the, I think, the main Avengers title um, with uh, Captain America, who is now Falcon, Sam Wilson, Iron Man, uh, Ms. Marvel, who is Kamala Khan. She's kind of good. The, the, the book is like two different stories. Uh, one of them is with uh, Kamala Khan and uh, Nova meeting. Uh, for the first time, because all this stuff is kind of like new now, even though it's not new. Right. And uh, but the book was all right; it wasn't anything great. I didn't think. Uh, for some reason, I got Carnage. Uh, there, it's a two. I said I had. It was one of two issues. Uh, Carnage is the the uh, thing that jumped off of uh, Venom when Venom was stuck to Eddie Brock in a prison cell and jumped on this guy, Cletus Castle. still around? I remember I bought Carnage when I was a teenager. Yeah. Well, he's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was a dick then, too. <laughs> and, uh, it, it wasn't bad. I'm just curious to see where it would go. Eddie Brock is in it, but he is no longer Venom. He has another parasite called, uh, I think, Toxin, which, what? okay, Ven- there was Venom. and <laughs> whatever Venom now? Venom is now attached to... Flash Gordon, or if not Flash Gordon, Flash Thompson, 
who got his legs blown off in the war, and now he's a hero, and he can walk and everything just with the help of Venom. He is right. Agent Venom. Um, and he is – I the last time I saw him, he was with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but Venom is a symbiote, and he was on Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock was in a jail cell with Cletus Cassidy. A certain part of Venom jumped off and jumped onto Cletus Cassidy. They merged with the personality of the of the people, and it became Carnage. Right, Carnage. Uh, they, I think maybe Shield or somebody took uh, some of Carnage, put it on Eddie Brock now, and he is Toxin. But they haven't showed what he looked like or anything. It's just Eddie Brock kind of dressed like a soldier. Uh, and <laughs> let's see. Um, and he's working for the good guys. Um, and then Captain uh, Sam, Captain America, Sam Wilson. I got that. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm curious to see where that one's going to go. But yeah. I'm just glad that that whole Secret Wars shit, it's still not over. Because I right. looked on Wikipedia. They have like one or two more issues to go. But it took so it was supposed to be done in November. It's taken so long that I think they just decided to fucking go ahead and start putting out the other books before it even ended. So there you go. That's it. That's it. Mm. I don't have any comic books to share. I haven't read anything. I've. I don't know. This has been one of those like the last couple weeks. It's been like like days pass. I'm like, what the fuck did I even do? <laughs> I mean, I've been working a lot. We had Black Friday and. It's funny, the store didn't even have any sales and we were still so fucking crowded. It was shoulder to shoulder sometimes. It was miserable. Um, but the week before, I, don't, I, watched, I watched one movie this week. This week well, it was this morning. I woke up early because I haven't been able to sleep right uh, and I watched Lost in Translation for like the, the 12th time. Um, and it's still good and I still get teary when... Uh, Bill Murray sings more than this, um, but yeah, it's, I still like it a lot. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, I like that movie. That was the uh, I think was that my intro. I don't know if it was my introduction to Scarlet, but it was my introduction to Scarlet when she was not a kid and hot. Right. My th- my nice first. Yeah, yeah. My my introduction to Scarlet Johansson was um, uh, Ghost World, which I've been meaning to watch again. It's been a long time. I'm trying to see eight-legged freaks I haven't seen. Yeah, Is that Ghost, Brad Pitt? Uh, Ghost World? Ghost, no, Ghost World was... Um, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Something World. Thora, it's, it's her and Thora Birch are the main characters, and Steve Buscemi's in it. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's, a base, it's a Daniel Close comic book. Ah. Um, I haven't Why got to be Mr. Pink? The, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I've seen movies she was in, but I don't remember her in them. Like, The Man Who Wasn't There, I don't remember her in that. She must have been really young. She was pretty young in, let's mm-hmm. see, she was born in 84. Jesus Christ. So she was only 17 when she did Ghost Who, Scarlet was born in 84? Yeah. She was born when I fucking graduated high school. Holy shit, she was, so that means she was only 19 when she did Lost in Translation. A thing came up that says the latest version of Skype is ready to install now. I imagine Did you right just do that at this very moment. I probably shouldn't click on that. <laughs> no, yeah, probably not a good idea. I'll wait until you start talking when we review movies and just do it. That'll be that'll work. That'll work better. Um, I Let's went to the theater, the, okay. the theater, and I watched The Martian. Um, it's really good. Um, Martian, sad. The Ridley Scott movie. Um, 
uh, Matt Damon. Oh, I thought we talked about Mars. you talked about that last time. Did no, I? you read the book. I read the book. Book is awesome. Oh. Movie's very good. You get to see Matt Damon's balls from behind. Um, How were they? <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Oh, by the way, um, I'm going to be uh, probably this week. Uh, this is not a big thing. I should, probably should have done did this at uh, Halloween. Uh, Lords of Salem. I, I I must have downloaded that last night. <laughs> is that what we're, is that what we're doing on the show next week? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Oh, you watched it already? No, that no, was, no. I just I download. I, it was only like seven bucks or something on iTunes, oh. so I just I went. I bought it. I don't know why. No, because we uh, we talked about like uh, some. It's very divisive. Some people hate it. Some people like it. So I thought, well, it's cheap. I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was all right. I've saw. Oh, it. you've seen it. I thought you yeah. hadn't seen it. No, I've seen. I've saw that one. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it is divisive though. Um, but yeah, The Martian's very good. I I definitely recommend it. It's um. They they just I think due to time can't fit all the shit that actually happened like in the book because That's like why this guy like Matt Damon's nuts from behind yeah they, we do have we do have ten seconds to show that um, <laughs> he did one of those things where he lost a shitload of weight for the movie oh um, yeah yeah well, he did that in that uh, one with uh, Denzel Washington and Meg Ryan where he played the uh, drug addicted soldier who worked in the pharmacy and he looked like he only weighed like a hundred he got down to like 135 pounds oh wow he wasn't and, that skinny in yeah. this but he definitely lost a lot of weight and <laughs> had this real scraggly beard and but um the character that he plays mark watney is a very it's he's fleshed out very well mm-hmm. it's um because he's got a he's got a cool personality and the guy that wrote the book did a really good job with that um but it's a it's this movie's like Two hours fifteen, but it trucks right along. I was surprised it didn't feel long at all, um, but it was. I, I I definitely recommend that one. Keep on trucking. Um, I watched a revisit City of the Living Dead. I don't know why I watched it. Um, it's all right. I mean, lots of Lucio Fulci type gore in it. Um, no eyeball trauma, but um, eh, it's silly. There's zombies that teleport and shit in it, so. <laughs> But uh, I've seen it a few times, but it's 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 fun. Uh, I watched the Doctor Who TV movie from 1996. Um, this is when so the show had been off for a while, and I guess this was just a. I think the show had been off for a while. Um, I don't. This wasn't really even a reboot because the show didn't even come back after this for another nine years. Um, because it started back in 2005. Let me see what the break was here. Uh, filmography. Yeah, I don't even know. I think I, I I feel like the show stopped in the late 80s, and then picked back. Like they just did a TV movie randomly in the mid 90s with the last Doctor, um, Sylvester McCoy, who was in it briefly until he regenerates into Paul McGann. And Paul McGann plays. Uh, he's the Doctor for just this movie. So. Huh. He was Doctor Who for one movie. And uh, Eric Roberts plays the Master, who's uh, always been Doctor Who's like arch enemy. He's another Time Lord, but... Eric like, Roberts com- is Julia Roberts' arch enemy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's really... <laughs> he's pretty gross in this one, because like, his, he's basically... Uh, the, his character is a EMS guy, and the Master's like 
I, I don't know if it's soul or what takes over him. So his body kind of starts decomposing. So he's trying to like take over the doctor's body. Um, but it was a nice little movie. I mean, you know, it's it was it was good. Um, nobody else I really recognized too much in it. Uh, and it 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 felt more like the new um, TV show than it did the old version. So, and I've been watching. I've still been watching the old uh, Fourth Doctor. Some episodes. So almost done with that one season where they're searching for the the key of time or whatever the hell that was called. And then I uh, showed somebody a couple movies, uh, Dolomite. Uh, I'll tell you what, Dolomite I really liked the first time. I couldn't get into it this time. I don't know what it was. I still laughed at like the ineptness of a lot of it, but there were some parts where Rudy Ray Moore would do his thing, like just start doing his like poetry and stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh, come on. It's not funny. This like When you see it once, it's like, okay, yeah. that's really random. And then, like, when you hear it again, it's just like it wasn't even funny. But it, I like I mean, when he got out of prison and he just started changing his clothes right there in the street. <laughs> and he had, like, his boxer shorts pulled up to his nipples. Those tidy whities Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, they were, like, real high-waisted. Yeah. And then he gets in the car and immediately takes it off again to fuck the uh, chicks in the back seat. So Yeah. So. Um, I, you know what? I think, and this is, again, this is not having seen Human Tornado in a while. Initially, I would have said I like Dolomite better. I'm having better memories of Human Tornado now, which is the second one of this, which is a lot goofier, has a little better budget. Um, But I don't know. Something didn't click this time. And then we also watched... um, (laughs) I was proud of this one. A Busted Out Samurai Cop. (laughs) I've seen that ten times, probably. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. It's still hilarious, and in a uh, in a simple twist of fate, I got my link, which I haven't watched it yet, but I got my link to stream um, Samurai Cop Two from yeah. the Kickstarter. So I'll have to was watch. Was the Dar in that? I don't. You know, I think he was slated to be, but I don't know if he made it in or not because he was getting sick at the time. Oh yeah. Um, he is. I don't see him on the credits. Yeah. Have you heard of a show called Into the Badlands? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. It's got like a... I just saw some people talking about it. And um, it's it's an Asian guy, and he's riding like a motorcycle. I don't know if he's going like on adventures or what. I don't know anything about it, but I got it on iTunes. So it's a series. And I will be commenting on that in the future. Dig it. It is uh, Daniel Wu and or let's see, Orla Brady. It's let's say a mighty warrior and a young boy search for enlighten, enlightenment in a ruthless territory controlled by feudal barons. But he's riding a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> so I don't know what the what the scoop is. Dig it? No, I haven't haven't heard of that one. Yeah. And that's all I watched besides just. Well, nothing really. It gets um, how many stars? It, it's an eight point three out of ten on Ooh. IMDb. So we'll see. Oh, and I'm still keeping up with Ash versus Evil Dead. Just watched the fifth episode this morning. Ooh, ooh! ooh. Check out the big brain on Brad. All right, mm-hmm. enough of that shit. All right, stupid. Well, that's all I got. So why don't we take a break and uh, get a preference which movie we do first uh oh 
You want to go in reverse chronological order? Yes. Let's do Running on Karma. We'll switch it up. <laughs> We're getting crazy here. All right. We'll be right back with a little talk on Running on Karma. We'll be right back. This might, Wait, I said that twice. Okay, and welcome back to another episode of Guess That Riff. With me on the show tonight, my first contestant is Mr. Fred Nurk. Fred, are you ready to guess that riff? I sure am. Okay, here's riff number one. Ah, that's It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC. Fantastic, Fred. Okay, here's riff number two. Hmm. That one is Eagle Rock by Daddy Cool. Fantastic! You're doing great, Fred. Now, this one's a tricky one. Guess riff number three. Hmm. That one is I Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. Fantastic, Fred! How did you know all those riffs? Well, I listened to Love That Album podcast. That's fantastic. Really? Uh, no. That's what you told me to say, Dad. Max, shh. I told you never to call me Dad during the promo. Go to lovethatalbum.blogspot.com or type in Love That Album or one word into iTunes. Listen to Love That Album. It might turn you into a rock geek. Or you might just con your son into making pitiful promos for your podcast. I don't even remember what I chose for music. I did these last week. Oh, baby, why? Sounds like Ryan Adams. Do I miss you like I do? <laughs> summer 69. Oh, do summer 69. Not Brian Adams. Ryan Adams. I know. Jerry Irvine would... Somebody was sitting in the front row heckling him, yelling that. Summer 69. And he fucking jumped down and punched the guy in the face. <laughs> I think it's funny. All right. Um, let's see. Running on Karma, 2003. Yeah. This is directed by Johnny Toe and Ka-Fi Y, or Y Ka-Fi. Um, apparently, they've done a few kind of like romantic comedies and stuff together. Um, unusual. The, uh, the synopsis. <clears throat> A monk turned bodybuilder with a gift to see into people's lives befriends a female cop and uses his gift to change the force of karma and her destiny. Uh, this Sounds is good to me. Starring Andy Lau and Cecilia Chung and other people I don't recognize. Zom, what did you think of Running on Karma? Okay, well, now there are several different things to talk about Running on Karma. Yes. Okay. First of all, never heard of it. Um, we are, I think we can safely say that you and I are fans of the toe that we have seen. Yeah. We and almost have, we almost have like a foot fetish. The reason I, the, yes, the reason I picked this is I actually was thinking about doing a uh, throwdown. I, was, I wanted to do a Johnny Toe movie. I think Armin had mentioned something cause I was, I, I really was struggling with what to pick and I was, I just kind of threw it out there to like, Give me some suggestions, something on YouTube or something. I, I'm like, I feel like I'm like stuck. And Armin suggested doing something South Korean. Now I realize Johnny Toe's not South Korean, but for whatever reason, put put it in my head. And but I didn't want to just do another. 
gangster movie. So I was trying to find one of his different ones, and I was thinking about doing Throwdown, but I'd seen that one already, so I did this one because it looked definitely uh, different for a change of pace for his usual, and um, yeah, I just wanted something a little different from him. So, And it was definitely something different from him. Anyway, continue. All right. I don't even know what you're talking about. You just speak in <laughs> riddles. It's like right. uh, Armin and these code names that you guys use. I don't get it. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, you have uh, right off the bat some uh, Asian male exotic dancers and a camera that is like almost right up some guy's ass crack. Uh, he has a thong on, which um, I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. You know no, what I'm saying? Oh, are you kidding? What's wrong with you? <laughs> then to find out, because I thought, okay, he's this 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 guy is uh he he goes. They call him Big uh, throughout the uh, movie, and he's like a big bodybuilder, Asian guy, big bodybuilder, just cut to shreds. Looks like a competition bodybuilder. But the funny thing is, it's Andy Lau, and he's wearing a suit that <laughs> makes him suit. look like that. Yeah, a big suit. But really, I mean, I have seen some of these, you know, steroid guys that look exactly the way he looks. There are times where you can tell that it's a suit. Yeah, the way, like, the armpit, like, kind of wrinkles yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but... um for uh, 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 the way it's shot, uh, the way that the toe shoots the movie, um, like you'll see Big walking naked in the woods or something like that, and they pull back so they're not right up on him. But the the effects are pretty good because there are times where his pecs will like you know kind of bounce and yeah, he had animatronic pecs. Yeah, animatronic pecs, and they'll put like the 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 um, the makeup that they put on it looks good because it 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 does the neck like was well i was looking for a seam at the neck they, they blended i saw the neck a seam around well. the um around the uh clavicle or the collarbone okay at, at one point not all the time though yeah um he is an exotic dancer and he's you know like a chippendale and um they uh they show him stripping and of course this one girl is like take it off take it off like she's in love with him and everything and so I guess they're not supposed to go completely naked. Well, he takes off his G-string and shows his big dick, which I thought would have been funny if they would have showed it like from behind, maybe show his big, <laughs> big balls and he has like a really big dick. But so then uh, it ends up, it's a police, there's a police raid and everything. And uh, there is a crime investigation at another place uh, almost about the exact same time. Um, it looked at first when I first saw when they went in with the camera, the, the, the crime scene, it looked like somebody had, uh, shit and vomited out of their mouth all over the wall. <laughs> it, it, one or the other. Cause it was like chunky. Like, and they like, had a huge smear across the floor. Yeah. Like Hormel chili or something. Your favorite. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I can eat that now. It doesn't bother me a bit. I choose not to, but sometimes I eat it, and it doesn't even bother me. Um, <laughs> I guess you evolve. Uh, uh, the um, crime scene photographer is there, and the police, 
and they are looking, you know, just taking pictures of everything. And they notice this, um, it looked like, um, almost like a, a Nestle quick, uh, chocolate can when it was the powder chocolate. Yeah. But it, but well, it was, I a, wonder what was in there. A what, big, what was supposed to be? Probably like olive oil or something. Maybe yeah, I think was... they used to ship olive oil in these big tin yeah, yeah. square cans that had like a hole in the top. And, um, so they hear some noise or something, and there's some bodies laying around and everything. And the, they go over and look at the can, and I thought, well, you know, this can, it's not that big. It was only, I would say, gee, um, I don't know, what would it be? like? Maybe like, like a, a couple a couple feet tall, yeah. like a foot by a foot or not, two feet by two yeah, feet. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe two feet tall, maybe not even two feet tall. And, um, but it's, a, you know, tin can and the hole in it is pretty small. You know, it's, uh, about like maybe the size of a basketball. And so the cop goes over and takes like his pen or something and kind of starts lifting the top up and he looks in. Well, at first I thought it was just a head, like they had right. some, somebody's head and maybe even, um, uh, like the thing didn't have a bottom and they set the can on top of it. But then when he lifts the lid up and he's looking, the goddamn fucking head's eyes fucking look up at him. And I was like, okay, <laughs> now what? Because at that point I was like, okay, what is this going to be? It felt like the movie Seven for a second. Yes, movie Seven. But then when the head looked, I thought, okay, this is going to be some kind of a monster movie. Uh, <clears throat> uh, then uh, the, 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 uh, they all stand back and they pull their guns and they're like, what the fuck? Well, Inside this can is like a, a yogi uh, that they used to have on these TV shows like uh, before David Blaine and all that stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They would have these yogis from – where the fuck are yogis from? Are they from India? India, yeah. India, and they could contort themselves into – it would be like Lanny Poffo, leaping Lanny Poffo. <laughs> he could contort himself and do strange things. Well, <laughs> and go on Fox News and yeah, dig it. That's let me tell you something. I thought <laughs> when I heard that Lanny Poffo could suck his own dick, that was the strangest thing that you know you'd ever hear about Lanny Poffo, especially when he admitted that he could do it. Uh, and then Blackjack <laughs> Mulligan came into the shower and said, "Can you do this?" And he demonstrated to him that he could, which is kind of funny because you know you think Blackjack Mulligan with the big black mustache and cowboy outfit and uh this is like almost like a homosexual uh do you think blackjack was standing there like a completely naked except for his hat and his boots well, yeah he was in the shower on? he was still wearing his boots in the shower though right hey, well, yeah <laughs> i think so because he didn't want to get like a athlete's foot <laughs> right right and probably had his hat on and he probably after poffo did it and he sat there and watched him and then blackjack probably got like an erection he probably punched lanny as hard as he could and said stay away from me you faggot you know, i can like, see that i think that that'd be the kind of person that it would like sports guys that would be smacking each other in the ass in the shower and grabbing each other and wrestling naked in the shower and stuff like that but then they'd be like oh look at that you know fag walking down the street or something like that and go beat him up it's a very odd thing how some of these people are. Um, this, the, you know, the, the homophobia. Yeah. Um, but Blackjack Mulligan is not in this movie, and neither <laughs> is Leaping Lanny. Neither Lee is Poffo. Leaping Lanny. 
And um, so anyway, this yogi, I thought it was a yogi. That's what it reminded me of. He is contorted into a thing where he is inside this can. And of course they now when they when he comes up out of the can, if the can didn't have a hole in the top, if it, if if the 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 hole was just the the whole top of the can was removed, maybe like I said, I saw some of those yogis on like uh, real people, and they would be able to get like in a small suitcase or something. Um, but there are special effects going on here where yeah 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 he comes up out of the can because he almost twists himself like Reed Richards from Fantastic Four, Mister Fantastic. Uh, when he's coming up out, of, and it does look kind of funny, but I thought it was funny in an enjoyable way. <laughs> and he is very odd when he gets out of the can. He has this crazy, weird look like Rasputin. He's got the beard like Rasputin, long beard, and mm-hmm. these crazy eyes. And he, what was the movie we watched where the martial artist could make his arms get real long? Oh, um. God, the one uh, was that the flying arm, the dude got flying guillotine. Yep, yep. yeah. Okay, uh, the, the newer one. <laughs> that was so funny. I love that. I think <laughs> I can watch. Um, <laughs> the big fucking swastika on his chest. Oh <laughs> shit up! Uh, that was good. Um, I rate that a ten. <laughs> <laughs> In retrospect. <laughs> so anyway, he comes up out of there and he fucking is like this almost like a martial arts master. Yeah. He fucking whips ass on all these cops and then he takes off running. Well, okay, now that's another thing that is very pleasing to my eye. Uh it was special effects, but he was let fucking putting the hammer down. <laughs> uh, and, and and uh but it was funny because it was like watching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was like seven foot four, skinny, run, and and he he ran so effortlessly because he's a yogi. It was like his feet weren't touching the ground, which of course right. they kind of weren't. <laughs> yeah, he was he was definitely on a wire. There's a lot of wire work in this. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so then anyway, speaking of um, karma and coincidence, this movie is called Running on Karma. Uh, big. Uh, uh, when this he is, gets yeah it's simultaneously happening the raid and he gets a, he runs away from the club where they're getting arrested for i guess naked. nudity yeah and he's running down the street completely naked and this female cop is chasing his ass and there is oh. like an intersection uh uh when they pass each other one's going one way the other one's going the other way big has almost like a uh, a vision of something happening and when he has this vision, the, the the several times that he has it during the beginnings of this movie, he he'll just like kind of shake his head. He'll look the other way from the yeah, vision yeah, yeah. and say, "I didn't see that. I didn't see that." And so it's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Um, now, like a doofus, uh, I didn't think of the title of the movie, "Running on Karma." Uh, I just thought it was just kind of like a cool sounding title i didn't know that it would have actual significance now um some shit goes down and i'm trying to think of what this movie is while i'm watching it and i thought okay uh some stuff has happened uh big had formerly been a monk but he had quit and uh he he explains because you know 
monks don't make any money and so he becomes a male stripper and then he's also what seemed to be like a um, a sort of boxer mixed martial artist in worked fights yeah. uh, where he kind of plays a large uh, mighty Igor like uh, uh, guy uh, a man child who's super duper strong big and strong but he's dumb and um, they show him making money that way and then he makes money as a male stripper and everything um, and I thought okay these are probably two guys from the same uh, Buddhist temple which uh, and then and one of them's evil and the other and they're gonna be chasing each other and fighting almost like a uh, oh shit the the movie um, there was a movie with Lou Diamond Phillips and uh, this other guy and one of them was like the devil's minion or was the devil and Lou Diamond Phillips is the good cop with a heart of gold and he's trying to chase him first power so I thought it would be something like that but then um, you have a relationship develop between Big and the female police uh, woman uh, which was kind of yeah it was kind of nice Lee Fung Yi and um they still, you're still fo- following along as a, as a just a, uh, you know, uh, viewer of this movie that she's trying to find this yogi who's a killer. Um, Big is going to help her, and they're falling in love. But it's not yeah. that simple. Right, okay. right. Um, he, um, so he wants to go back because after the visions he saw, he's kind of feels obligated in a way because he sees something f- behind her. Um, I don't know if it's, I mean, I guess it's safe to say it. it yeah. Because they, they explain it later. He's mm-hmm. like, every time he looks at her, not every time when he looks at her, he sees this vision of this, like this psychotic looking Japanese soldier, or maybe, I don't know if it was, I don't know if he was Japanese or not. Yeah. yeah Asian soldier beheading people and like just going ape shit crazy. Um, and when he's looked at, he saw even, he even got a vision when he saw the dog of another dog, a little, little dog getting tortured. Um, but when he sees the, the Yogi guy, he kind of gets, um, I guess sight of maybe where he came from. And that one, that one's pretty interesting when you see his like full thing, but he, he has this interest now and sneaks back to the crime scene to try to learn more. And that's where they kind of, they, meet each other Um, because she forgets her camera at the murder scene and he's already there looking around and it's a it's a it's a neat little recreation where he's kind of like by looking around and seeing the stuff you know he's he's got rigorous martial arts training so he can tell by the foot marks and the the way things are knocked over which you know what kind of what kind of martial arts they were doing but he can also kind of he's also be he can also recreate the whole thing in his head Right. Um, He's not so, just some big doofus. I mean, he, right, he right. has mad fucking skills. Um, but I like, I like when he proves to her what his his skills like out in the street. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that ridiculous like that or in, in the jail stuff. cell when he's yeah. like walking on his hands and then doing all kind of fucking fucked up <laughs> shit. Now there is some fucked up Matrix like shit in this. <laughs> yeah. There's one scene where big is fighting with the yogi and um, there's some walking on the ceiling, walking on walls. Uh, There is one part, which I thought was great 
where the yogi contorts himself and gets into these air ducts uh, and big is on the outside and they're like crawling along and big is like hanging from it with, uh, but like sticking to it, like Spider-Man, the yogi's <laughs> inside and they're punching each other through the thing. And then big does this one thing. He did it a couple different times. Cause he's so big and so strong. He, he twists the air duct like almost like a fucking uh, pretzel straw, the uh, the paper when you take off a pretzel straw or something, and he twists it, and the yogi's in there, and the yogi's head's just sticking out, and that's how they capture the yogi. Uh, and then at one time there was this guy that was I don't know if he was supposed to be, you know, you always had like in uh, in kung fu movies like Tiger Style or Five Deadly Venom, Scorpion, and this that. This guy must have been, and you know what? Something I noticed this past week is I say and the, and this and that a lot. Uh, I even said that at work. I'll be talking. I'll be like, yeah, and then he did this, and then, and, and then he went along and drove the car and this and that, and then he did this. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm driving myself nuts because I noticed it, and now I want to stop doing it. Um, there's a guy that is like – I don't know if he's supposed to be like a salamander or something. Oh, that one like like he's like a cat burglar, but – yeah, but he's, he's around. Like, yeah, he, he looks like he's like uh, of African descent, maybe. And then he's got this black paint from his eyes or nose up over his head, and he seems well. First of all, he's very slippery, so I thought like salamander, you know, when they're mm-hmm. wet, slippery, and uh, he kind of like uh, uh, crawls around on the walls, like he can climb walls and everything, but it's like he crawls around almost like on his belly. Like he's slithering and, you know, like a, like, like I said, like a fucking salamander. So I don't know why I thought of that. And um, then Big ends up kind of like they're him and the female cop are chasing this dude. And he ends up fighting that guy. And the guy, you can't get him down. You can't get a hold of him. And the cops, like about 10 of them, try and get a hold of him. And he just starts twisting in their arms and like, sl- sl- like slimy, slithery, gets away. Um, but Big takes a big gob. Uh, satellite dish and take it picks it up and and like traps him and then he he smashes it up almost like ben Grimm in the fantastic four would do <laughs> yeah. too. you know like take some of the metal and just like crush it around him like you if you had somebody in a coke can and you could just crush it like aluminum so i thought that was pretty cool now big nose uh, and now, what was his name? His name in the re- in like the wrestling ring or the the worked fight thing was what? Oh, like Biggie Monster? Yeah, I don't remember. Biggie Monsters or something, which was kind of a stupid name. Um, <laughs> it was funny though. <laughs> um, th- he knows uh, he's not dumb. He he knows um, what these premonitions are. He knows uh, that he can see things, and because he is a Buddhist. Uh, he at first I thought, well, I guess in some ways it's sort of a certain amount of like, uh, was you say reincarnation maybe? Well, yeah, the karma. The, the karma goes. That, the karma leads to reincarnation. Like your your actions now, right? Something you do now will affect the universe. Right. It's almost the like the butterfly effect thing. Yeah. Where uh, you might do something that. That, um, you know, good karma, bad karma, you might do something good, uh, in your life, but that is something like, say, a homeless man or something is there, and you, you, uh, 
stop and just talk to him and uh, are nice to him or mm-hmm. give him a, a dollar or whatever. And that karma will carry over into your other lives. Right. And the same with bad karma. Um, now, it gets confusing toward the end when they wrap things up. Yes. But, but what you want to keep in mind is when you're watching this, the whole thing about uh, Buddha, uh, Buddhism uh, and um, uh, karma – reincarnation and things like that because though a person in say a person is reincarnated and they are a good person and they have done nothing wrong uh that karma say it's bad karma or good karma will follow them and will affect them in their life and i i liked how um that how that played out because it made something simple like um, the nice girl cop and big is the big dumb nice guy uh, it changed things around uh, mm-hmm. now I was confused at the end a little bit but then you know I do know what happened I know I, I figured it out know what happened during um but it's interesting, and it's an interesting thing. You know, you're more um, – you know more about Buddhism and right. Taoism and stuff like the, that than I do. For but, me, what what I would – and kind of the – what I would say I look toward in practicing is not uh, – so the, I, I've heard an interesting description. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say it right, but the I'm not I'm not in the in the spiritual realm as far as like how what what my beliefs are, and I've I've I've, I've seen an interesting way to to describe it in still having a, a a karmic kind of outlook is that maybe not so much. You, when you die, you're reborn as something else, and your karma in this life passes on. But I've seen it down to essentially a microscopic level where every single split second that goes by, you are reborn because mm-hmm. something you just did essentially changes the universe. And you want to look at it simply. I have my hand on the table. The universe is now me with my left hand sitting on the table. When I lift my hand, I have now changed the entire universe. I am reborn into a new me with my hand off the table. And if you want to look at it simply like that, and you're twisting I've, I've, my melon, man. I know. You're well, I've seen it described melon. as that, and you know, I've. <laughs> and it's funny. Um, the that's a like a much like less spiritual mm-hmm. approach to it. I've gone to a Buddhist thing, um, a Chinese Buddhist thing which was what this would be more in a line with. And they were talking about like 9 million year old beings that live in the different levels of heaven and shit. I'm like, whoa, this is too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Could be. Uh, you never know. Yeah, well. What L. Ron Hubbard had to say about that? <laughs> but uh, it's an interesting kind of... Um, for me, the end of and I, without trying to 
um, I guess, spoil it. The you have this 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 idea that you are because of a previous life, you're kind of locked in this predestination. It kind of but sucks. It's not fair. For me, for yeah. Well, but for me, what it looks like is that still by you may have done certain things and it may affect how your current life is going to be, but still acting in certain ways can kind of adjust that karmic loop. And maybe what it is is is, is just a, a way for humans uh to explain uh why bad shit is happening to them. Uh like you sit there and go, Oh my God, I, I had some, I ha I must have done something in another life to deserve all this. <laughs> but when it comes right down to it, it's just, you know, shit happens and Yeah. You know, there's uh there's a road in a distant bluff and the but eagle flies with the dove. It was it was just really interesting to me in this movie that I didn't know what to expect. You know, it starts off with like serious uh credits and then all of a sudden strip club. And it's yeah. like something oh, that, that seems so the strip club was just like uh, I was like, <laughs> okay, what the fuck are what what did you do? I just, I was like, what did you do? What 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 did you set me up for here? <laughs> I just <laughs> But I it's such a weird I, little like I don't and I don't know that it completely works, but it's kind of interesting putting this kind of like Buddhist parable into this kind of really quirky little movie. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I mean, you know, the 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 um, you know, the big man ass was uh, you got to you saw the big man ass several. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, he was naked. Know. He was naked a lot. And I'll tell you what, if I had one of those suits, I would walk around like that at the mall. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> Just take off your clothes because you're not naked, but you yeah. look like you are. That would be fucking hilarious. I, like, I, like doing be funny. I don't honestly have a whole lot to add because the, yeah, the end of the movie should be kind of experienced more and this whole thing of what he sees uh, kind of plays into it. I do like the scene. They have some good scenes together. Andy Lau, was a, he's a skinny guy, um, but... So it's funny seeing him in that suit, but I like, I like the to see um, Keanu Reeves remake this. <laughs> yeah, I like the see. I like their scenes together. Um, they they had a good chemistry. Him and uh, Cecilia, whatever her name was, um, Cecilia Chung. But there was a part I really liked with the two of them eating, and I think he was just fucking with her because she would say. Uh, what was this chicken in a previous life? And he would just look at the food, and he's like, "Oh, it was a drug dealer." And that was a drug dealer's girlfriend. You know, it was just kind of like, it was funny. They, but they had that some good like scenes like that. That like some good food, too, man. It made me hungry. <laughs> that kind of thing, yeah, cooking your own food at the table. It was like that duck and uh, uh, what else? Um, there was like squid, some, I know I it wasn't onions, but it was some kind of like, uh, it almost looked like green onions. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Some kind of cabbage I, or oh, something. I just like to eat. The um, so fat and stupid. <laughs> you know why? But you know why? It's because of shit that's happened. In another life, it is you were you were a glutton in your previous life, so you're gonna have to. But that, that's what it is. Like the dude, he can see karma, and that's not a straightforward thing. But being a monk, he can interpret what he sees and know. Well, because this happened, this has to happen. And the one with the beetle was pretty pretty wild. I thought that was cool. 
But um, no, it was interesting. It was an interesting movie. Do you but think? I don't, I don't, okay, now what year was this made? Uh, two thousand three. Okay, I was gonna say about the special effects, because of course now with CGI and stuff like that, they could have made that a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but it's still it, it it gave it a certain charm. The muscle uh, suit, yeah. Yeah. It looked yeah. the muscle suit looked better when he was wet, like if he was sweaty or something. Yeah. Yeah, if he was dry, ass, you could see it man, more. a big ass, Jesus. <laughs> he did have a big Sam Rockwell butt. He did. There was somebody <laughs> the other day. Oh, um, Oscar Isaac has a big Sam Rockwell butt. Does if it? you watch Inside Lewin Davis, at the he beginning. Did he ass in that movie? No, no, no. Not oh. naked. Um, yeah. He uh, stays at his friend's house on the couch. He gets up in the morning, and they're already gone to work or whatever. And he gets up and he goes in the kitchen and makes some scrambled eggs. And when he's t- using the fork to stir up the, you know, to beat the scrambled eggs, he's got boxer shorts on, but you can tell he has a big ass. And then <laughs> I was watching some clips of him singing uh, at a club, you know, singing the the songs from Lou and Davis. He's got a big ass like uh, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. God, you can take God that bless to the bank. big butts in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you rate this? Instead of the Betty Davis Appreciation Group, you should have like the Ernest Borgnine Appreciation Group. It would just be nothing but like guys with big asses. To tell you the truth, I'd be more interested in being in that group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, this this movie kind of uh, it intrigued me. Because of the the uh, take that they did with all the Buddhism and everything, I liked the I thought the the um, the characters, the yogi and that kind of stuff was it was funny, but it it wasn't so bad that I was like, oh god, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. I like the big muscle suit and everything. I would give this. Oh my gosh. Uh, nice um i give it a seven for me um i it it it, i was confused by the end and i think maybe it's just my my western brain trying to interpret something that maybe somebody that grew up in this uh with this kind of structure might understand better there's a um, there's a thing on IMDb at the bottom where it says message board, and and the first thing says I'll tell you guys what happened at the end. Oh, I'll so, I'll read that. Yeah, I was trying to read it while we were talking, <laughs> <laughs> so I could sound smart. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's er, yeah. Smarter. Without spoiling anything, it is some weird. It is a weird, like unusual end. So, but um, I give it a seven. I thought it was a really solid movie. Um. And uh, apparently, I mean, uh, definitely considering the source, like, you know, we're, I'm so used to Johnny Toe's, um, you know, bloodshed, heroic bloodshed movies, mm-hmm. his bullet operas that um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't quite expecting this. I didn't know what to expect. So, but Andy Lau was a good choice for it, despite the suit that made him look funny. But you think um, it'd be cool if he's a good uh, actor. Johnny Toe directed the new John Wick movie or a John Wick movie. Well, that would be awesome. I wonder, does Johnny Toe done any American movies? Wouldn't it be cool if John Wick went to Hong Kong? Well, yeah. Fuck. I just gave myself a boner. <laughs> has Johnny Toe done anything American? Love you, Keanu. 
Peace. Breaking news. Let's see. Director. <laughs> Blind detective. Drug war. I don't know that he has done anything. They bring him over here like they did uh, with what's his face with John did Woo. Talkers. Oh yeah, yeah, John Woo. Not uh, yeah. Who was I thinking of? Ang Lee. Oh, Ang no, Lee. But you were right. It was John Woo. John Woo's who I should. So it looks like. Johnny Toe just released a movie called The Office that is a uh, a musical romantic comedy. So, and Chow Yun Fat is in it. Nice. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, that might be interesting. Chow Chow Yun Fat singing. I started watching The Killers or The Killer, um, but I didn't finish it. It's it's better this time. The first time I ever saw it, I've kind of shit on that movie. Not not shit on it, but not liked it as much maybe as other people have put it out to be, but I watched it, I think at a time where I was not ready for the type of movie it was with the, with the, uh, melodrama in it and going in with a different frame of mind. I was enjoying it more. I, I need to finish it. I started it the other day and I, I forgot about it. So anyway, a seven and a 7.75 for running on karma. Uh, let's take a break and we'll do another deep Buddhist themed movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Space Mutiny with Reb Brown. <laughs> ah! Ah! We'll be right back. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house. You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com. To the trash. In these times of contention, it's not my intention to make things plain. I'm looking through mirrors to cast the reflection in the mind. I'm losing control now, I just have to slow down a thought or two. I can't feel the future, and I'm not even certain that there is a past. I believe in the workers' evolution, and I. Alrighty, space mutiny. Uh, uh, uh. Would you care to synopsize, sir? I oh, will synopsize. I'm gonna take the bull by the balls. Dig it. Horns. I'm sorry. The ball <laughs> a <pilot>. horns. <laughs> a pilot is the only hope to stop the mutiny of a spacecraft by its security crew, who plots to sell the crew of the ship into. Slavery. Slavery. Um, so this is directed by a couple guys, David Winters and Neil Sundstrom, who I'm sure, holy shit, how is, oh, producer. I don't think either one, either one of them wanted credit. Uh, really, seriously. <laughs> Let's see yeah, what... Yeah. Space Mutiny, Rage to Kill, Codename Vengeance. I've not heard of any of his. He did do the. He did do a TV special, the Anne Margaret Show. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he did a. He did a. 
a Raquel Welch special. Oh, yeah. That's two hotties there. Mm-hmm. I don't recognize any of the movies he's done. And let's see about Neil Sundstrom. Oh, boy. Known for Space Mutiny slash. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. How do you, like, what does this guy do for a living? There's no way. Since 88, he's got like 10 credits, and that's it. He, 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 uh, his job was uh, fucking uh, wiping Cameron Mitchell's ass. Uh, he did a movie called Finding Lenny, starring Barry Hilton. That's probably his claim to fame. Huh. A stand-up comedian. Great. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so I think if anybody knows this, it's probably either because they're listening to this shit show or they saw it on Mystery Science Theater at some time in the past. Um, this is a uh, an American International Pictures. Always a sign of quality when you get the AIP logo up there. Our second Reb Brown. No. Our s- third, because we did Cage 1 Cage and 2. Cage 1 and 2, yeah. Uh, um, John Philip Law is in this. Yeah. Also a sign of quality in movies. Fuck yeah. Um, the 10 frames per second animated credits at the beginning are another sign of quality. <laughs> and you get Cameron Mitchell in this fucking ridiculous outfit and beard. Cameron Mitchell and like three of his kids. <laughs> and also a sign of quality. Anyway. There you go. Um, and, uh, what I, oh, and I said, also said John Phillips Law's lurking in the shadows evil laugh is also quality. <laughs> evil laughed a lot. He does evil laugh a lot. So I felt like I felt like this could be like a it felt like an episode of an extended episode of Battlestar Galactica, the old one. Well, we were watching pretty <laughs> quite a bit of Battlestar Galactica. Were there, were there show, was that some of it? Was that some All of the, the fucking spaceship the, the, shit fighting in space was Battlestar Galactica? That's why it looks so fucking familiar, yeah, especially fucking their ships. Them. Yeah, oh yeah. Those like triangle-shaped ships that they that they or not they're they're long and skinny, but when you look at them from the front, they're shaped like a triangle. I love that show. Did you watch the new one? I watched the first season of the new one. It was really interesting, but I never. It was supposed to be really good, and yeah. a lot of fall. It's like a uh, Stargate. A lot of people watch that, and I just never got in. And there were quite a few seasons of both of those. Yeah, like four or five seasons of it. Um, I don't know. I've always heard complaints about how it ends, but. Maybe I think it maybe got canceled and they had to end it faster than they wanted to. Or yeah, something. I think so. Yeah, but uh, I'll go back and watch it someday because I like the I first season get of the it. Complete series, uh, Battlestar Galactica, the complete series on just regular um, DVD for sixty eight ninety nine, oh. Blu Ray for eighty one ninety nine. I wonder if it's on Amazon Prime Video. Could be. Could be. It doesn't appear to be. That's too bad. Anyway, um, there's a there's some kind of cast and creators thing. I have to look on on Netflix and stuff or boogity, other boogity. other streaming sources. <laughs> <laughs> Evil laugh in the shadows. <laughs> um, so what you have in this movie is essentially an arc taking this uh, group of people to a new planet that they're going to inhabit. But the journey is so long that they are, this is a a, a generation has happened and the people that are on this ship right now, except for maybe uh, Cameron Mitchell, who looks really old, nobody remembers earth. Like everybody was born on the ship. It's horrible. He's a 
like uh, hell. He looked ridiculous. Or Odin or something. Um, but everybody was was had everybody you see in this movie essentially was born on this ship. That's all they know is living on this ship, and everyone, but despite this, except for a handful of people, seems really happy about it. So there's a lot of partying stuff all the time. Um, just randomly, the uh, Cameron Mitchell, he's the he's the he's the head honcho. He's the the commander of the ship, and he'll just make an announcement, and immediately people are drinking and uh, fucking and <laughs> dancing like with that Matrix um, movie where they had the big orgy and everything. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of that in this, but it's like low budget, like no nudity orgies. Had a lot um, of solid gold dancers in it. it God, like there's yeah. So. I never, I, I, I still never could figure out why. So all of a sudden, we, and I took the note. These ships are stolen from Battlestar Galactica. I think that's funny. The whole footage, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, there's an attack by these like space pirates. I wasn't sure where they came from, and they also have brought in these aliens called. Do you remember what they were named? The alien chicks that danced the aerobics. <laughs> no, I can't remember, but they were like solid gold dancers. Yeah, and so it's really bizarre because at the same time they're bringing these ladies on, and I don't even remember why they were doing it. They're just weren't kinda, they like kind of like precogs or something? Yeah, there's something like that. They, they're some kind of psychic. They're telepathic, but they can kind of control people through their dancing and their Spencer's gifts, little electric ball things. <laughs> 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 they got a lot of those. Um they, so I don't know if they have anything to do with the space pirates, and they, I think they literally call them space pirates. Um, but the space pirates are attacking Battlestar Galactica footage stolen, and at the same time, we learn that the security crew of the ship is kind of staging a mutiny because they want to, they're sick of being on the ship, and they're going to get money for selling most of the people on the ship into slavery, and they're going to get to go to this nearby planet and, and not have to fly through space anymore. And that's kind of the how it sets it all up. Again, I don't know the alien chicks, who they are. <laughs> they're very random, but they dance the whole fucking movie. <laughs> like literally. So they're 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 shown their quarters and their quarters is like a big empty room <laughs> with like a little tower with these just those, you know, the little globes that you put your hand on and the electricity like goes to your fingertips. Whatever those things are called. Always they're all over this those, but it was pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can just you can just go to the mall and play with one and be sick of it in in ten minutes. Yeah. And, um, but they have a lot of those and that's kind of their I don't know if that's like their crystal ball. But it seems like maybe through the movie they are kind of influent influencing some members of the crew, including Cameron Mitchell. But maybe, maybe not. I don't know. They were confusing. <laughs> and I don't even know if there's I don't even know if there was any lap wrap up with them. Uh, I, I don't remember, remember seeing them anything at all. happening with them. They they like did a like one of the the head chick gave Cameron Mitchell a lap dance and that's probably the last I even remember them because they just every once in a while it would go back to their room and they'd be doing their like aerobics routine and with their with their uh, French cut lead tards yeah they got their they, they got the tall the butt they got the yeah. tall butt tall butt um, now Reb Brown is comes on the scene he's already screaming I think at the beginning he's one of the pilots he's got the head pilot. <laughs> And he's wearing he has a this falsetto b- scream. <laughs> he has a weird scream. Well, his voice is kind of like that. He um he's wearing this big baggy like 
flight suit. And then, like, I thought that suit was pretty awesome, but then he, like, takes it off and goes into his, like, casual uniform, and it's this big, like, sleeveless shoulder onesie thing. Yeah, it's like a V. Yeah, and he has a tan line on his forehead, I'm pretty sure. Like he was wearing a hat in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't even put makeup on his forehead. Uh, And the bad guys in this kind of look like really low-rent Nazis, Um, the heads of them anyway. Like there's the the one guy, there's one kind of high up guy that's, he looks like he's a crew member of the love boat. And then the rest of them kind of look like really low rent Nazis, but they're trying to kind of, they want to get the ship to land. They want to sell the people. They want to get off this thing. And Reb kind of somehow stumbles into this plot. And I don't even remember exactly how that happened. It's not important. (laughs) What's important are the fucking clothes in this movie and how little sense some of it makes. Now, I love Reb's the, bazooka that looks like a uh, just a piece <laughs> of PVC pipe, like, and it has like a little like plastic. Roman candle that shoots out of the end of it. Yeah, um, the the there's a that was his scene. kind of like his weapon of choice. He 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 seemed to like he'd pull that out every once you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and the he had that one gun that had once. like the three little things on the end, like three little barrels. He had the the one chick used it too. I, th- I found a, yeah. a screenshot of her using the bazooka. Um, the, let's see, the, there's a really great, uh, dancing bar of dancing, like, I guess they're having a party at the bar and in the future, apparently people still love dancing with, uh, hula hoops. So Reb and, uh, Reb, that, that, uh, chick was a Cameron Mitchell's daughter. She, she gave him a lot of shit and basically kind of like almost like called him a coward or something to his face. It really pissed him off. Yeah. And then five seconds later, <laughs> at the he's bar. standing at the bar and she's in like a fucking leotard or something doing her solid gold dance moves and like coming on to him. And he's just, it was stupid. <laughs> she was like, yeah. She's just like, Hey, I think we got off on the wrong foot a couple minutes ago. I feel, I want to dance. Now she, she had a real nice body, but man, she saw, her face, she had like mom face. It was weird. By the um, way, just for, hey, FYI, that's Red uh, Brown's wife. In real, that was his wife? Yeah. He married, he married Cameron Mitchell's daughter. Well, she might have been, she might have been, uh, they might have been married before this movie, but yeah, yeah. That's How funny wife. would that be if they got married because of this movie? <laughs> now did did she did she show her tits later on because the the YouTube video was a little fuzzy and I couldn't tell. I think I can't remember now. They were almost out if not like I couldn't tell if you saw nips or not. It was a little too fuzzy. Yeah, they made love. They did in the in the in the place that she used to go as a kid. It was like the uh the 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 greenery area. What was that movie with Bruce Dern where he's keeping care of the plants in the outer space? Ah, fuck. Do you know what I'm talking about? Any ideas? <laughs> Laugh I don't have any idea. What? You don't know? No. Uh, I'm going to look it up. The, um, was it? Uh, fuck. Um, was it Bruce Dern? Blatt? No. Fuck. R- R- Silent Running? Silent Running, yeah. yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. He cared for pl- yeah. He's a botanist he's a or botanist, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so that, that's like their area. Um, to go and fuck is the, 
is the where they grow their where they grow their vegetables to eat. They're like banging on their, somebody's turnips or something. But um, the the there's a lot of like back and forth, and I don't I don't know. The movie's really shit written, but <laughs> that's <laughs> well, really not why you're watching this. It's shit all the way around. Yeah, you're watching it for like the shitty go karts that they yeah. drive around in. That's a low, that wasn't even a low speed chase. God, <laughs> yeah. This thing's like, and they're, they're like, ah! you know, shooting yeah. back and shit. You're watching. You're you're watching this for the 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 uh, the silver outfits, the hula hooping. When they were chasing each other in those go karts, I'm telling you, one of the guys could have got out. Red Brown could have got out. And ran and ran circles around the go kart while it was moving forward. <laughs> That's how slow it was. It's like, why are you in this? You could go faster if you just got out. They would be tired if they ran though. Um, you're watching this for the random guy nunchucking when uh, Cameron Mitchell's making an announcement, and uh, that's when another time when he says, oh, "Oh, we've uncovered the plot," and then everybody decides to party and fuck. And I was wondering at that point where the aerobics dancing aliens like responsible for the people like being too happy uh, yeah, yeah maybe they were seducing their minds maybe but but what yeah what was the point of them and man they had they didn't even try on like i don't know why they steal the, all of this they steal the footage from battlestar galactica but man the computers they use are so sh- <laughs> shitty <laughs> and this and is they 1988 had, like, the they had the keyboards like stuck to the wall Oh, and the well, it was like it was like it just looked like they were running like DOS. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of back and forth. There's some like a lot of the um, the famous stuntman thing where an explosion goes off on like a catwalk and he like falls over and does the somersault. You see, probably Lots see that stunt falling. fifty times. Lots of over the rail falling, and um, I think honestly, besides. Besides Reb Brown screaming, I think John Philip Law being evil was probably my favorite part of it. Because like every back and kind of wore like a silver jumpsuit. Oh, he was ridiculous. Um, anyway, what did you think of this? Okay. <laughs> Besides it being a turd, I've never seen this. I haven't, I haven't um, either. And um, I liked uh, it, it. Was it seemed like it was low budget to me? <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> Rip Brown. Um, I remember back before, like uh, bodybuilding got so extreme that, like, if you saw Red Brown in a movie, you're like, man, he's built. Like in Big Wednesday or uh, Uncommon Valor, it's like, man, he's he's built. Now you see him even in this, and I was like, hey, he's not that big, you know. But um, he has a boyish charm. He always had those good looks. Not 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 a great actor, but you know, but he was. Not well. He wasn't even serviceable, but he was all right. Uh, he uh, he spends a lot of time wearing a uh, a wife beater because they like to show off his muscles. Yes, uh, Cameron yes. Mitchell has this this uh, fucking beard that it, it, it looks like they took like uh, Elmer's glue and glued it on, which was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> like I said, that the, the uh, chick was uh, um, uh, the main girl was. Uh, Red Brown's wife, and I'm pretty sure that she had to have been a Solid Gold dancer, which Solid Gold was the show where they would play hit songs. They would even play like um, uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, 
by ACDC and the people, the, the, the girls would, and guy girls and guys, they'd be out there dancing. They'd have like a dance routine to every, any kind of song, whether yeah, country yeah. or whatever. Um, so they did their, their dancing at, in the bar, which I thought was funny. And, uh, Reb was, uh, he'd just like look over at her and she'd be giving these, these looks and he'd boyishly kind of grin and like, who me, you know, and that shit, which is funny. <laughs> um, he, um, they 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 uh they did have a lot of rail falls uh, oh, yeah. uh so you know they needed to put up uh better railing uh, possibly uh some uh chain link <laughs> uh because it was not it's not safe um now there was um osha's this, not around in the future in the yeah no osha space. in the future um they had a um a problem because th- there were several times where it looked like the inside of the ship, like they shot this at the mall or at an <laughs> office building. Um, and I think um, the same, like one of these same like machine parts blew up like three different times. Oh, yeah. I think like if they kept recycled and exploded. Ah! Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I took notes, but I can't remember where I wrote them down, but they were funny notes too. Uh, they're probably in the <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> um, there was a, there, there was a, a part where, um, God damn it. I just lost my fucking train of thought. Uh, but I, when I first started watching this, I was like, well, you know what? These, these fucking special effects aren't too bad. Well, I didn't realize that they had actually stole the footage of uh, Battlestar Galactica. Then I guess when they do the mystery science theater or when, when they re-release this or whatever, they had to take all that out. So you don't get any of the, um, the, uh, space, uh, uh, dog fights and stuff like that. Really? Oh my God. What is this like without that? It's very short. It'd be Jesus. a lot shorter. I'm sure. Um, now there are Cameron Mitchell's son is in this and then Cameron I, Mitchell Jr. Yeah, I like don't remember him at all. Two or three of his daughters or maybe another son or something like that. There's one that has like a funny, a, a guy that has like a funny name, like Bing Mitchell or something like that. He's in this. Um, Camille Mitchell played a voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, John Philip Law. I always like him. He, he, um, at one point, he probably could have been the hero, but he was a little bit long. And he wasn't real old in this, but he was he was not young, you know, young enough yeah. to be the, the like. Chip. Wait, Cameron at. Mitchell Jr. and Chip Mitchell both Chip play a, a role called Blake. Yeah. <laughs> now um, something's wrong. Balerian. That's the name of the the aliens. Balerian. Because I, I found the credit of all five. Balerian one, two, three, four, and five. <laughs> Now I like uh, there was uh, where where uh, the, there was a guy a dummy a dumb guy that uh, they they caught uh, the the uh, heroine and they had her like locked up and they said uh, you know uh, the red brown started making some noise so they said oh go get him you stay here and watch her well then she immediately starts trying to seduce this dumb shit she's like hey yeah they're gonna kill her. But he's so dumb that he actually believes that she just gets so horny. She's so yeah. horny all the time that she just wants to fuck. And so she knocks shit out of him, which is pretty funny. And then her and Reb Brown have to go around and uh, and uh, and and fight people one on one. Which which Reb Brown, when he um, is when he has his gun and he's kind of like holding it up uh, with the barrel pointing it uh, pointing up, and he's he's kind of. <laughs> running like a tactical thing, like he's going from one place to the other. There right. was one time he he yelled, uh, uh, God, oh shit, um, 
he yelled something like shit. Oh, that's what it was. He was hiding behind like a big piece of machinery and uh, it looked like uh, something in a, in a factory. And um, he, he went from that uh, across like an open area and did like a roll or something. And he <laughs> yelled shit real loud, like in that high, it's, it's almost like a false set. He's like, shit. Um, when he did that, um, now there were, there were windows in this place that they shot this. It was like an office building where they had the, um, nice. the command center. And, um, then in the, then they shot it in a, like an office building. And then I think the other part where they were supposed to be in the ship, like the workings of the ship, it was in a factory. So there were windows. Well, they thought, well, fuck, you know, it's supposed to be like pretty pitch dark out in a in a in the fucking spaceship why would this spaceship have windows and everything and i think they tried to explain it i can't remember how but what they were going to do was have um they they did something with the um with the film that made it look like the light that was coming through the windows was orange and they were going to say that 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 the nuclear reactor was inside there and the windows nice. something like that but when they sent the the um the cut of the movie, the, they didn't tell the people that, and they adjusted it and made it look normal. So you have sunlight <laughs> coming through the windows in space. Um, oh, let's see. The, the, the low Maybe speed. It was starlight. Starlight, yes. Well, stars are pretty bright, you know, depending mm. on how close you are to them. Um, there was a um, the, 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 there was a couple of low speed chases in those um, – golf carts or whatever the fuck they yeah, were. Yeah, those things sucked. Somebody said they were bowling uh bowling alley cleaner things. I guess they'd go <laughs> I can see that. Them, and they just put like a kind of made like a tin thing and put it over top of it. Um they're very explosive. Like I mean for as small as they were, there were just enough room for like it'll be like a golf cart, two people to fit in and go real slow and everything. It sounded like they were like electrical powered but when they one of them blew up it was like a goddamn atomic bomb fucking going off and um they they had uh she got hit by one of them like a dumb fuck she stood there and, and this thing's coming so slow it would be like getting hit by a if, if a snail was crawling towards you and and you stood there and stood there and stood there and the fucking thing runs over you um Reb is uh, the I don't know. Would you say he was pretty much a king? He wasn't the king, but he was on the Mount Rushmore of shitty um, straight to video action movies. Oh, he had a he had a run there in the late like mid to late eighties, definitely. Oh yeah, he was making some stuff. <laughs> Howling Two, Your Sister Is a Werewolf. Oh, that was so bad. That was so uh, awful. Strike Commando, Robo War. Now, Strike Commando was under. And that's one of the reasons that I picked this is because you and I, on the last episode in between uh, segments, were talking about uh, Red Brown screaming when and when you and was it Chris? Who who was it that did uh, Cage Good One and J- Two? Good James. Oh, Good James. Yes, Good James. And he did Cage Two, and we were talking about Red Brown screaming. And uh, so I, I thought, you know, I just started Red Brown in my head, and I had never seen this except pictures of Red Brown making this weird face with this. Um, it looked kind of like almost like a hockey helmet with a visor that would flip up or flip down. He wore that in his spaceship when he first showed up, and then he also wore it when he was driving the golf carts in case <laughs> there. It, crashed at two miles an hour. He didn't want to get a head injury. So David A. Pryor 
did a movie in 2013 called Night Claws about <laughs> Bigfoot starring Reb Brown, and it also has Ted Pryor and Frank Stallone in it. <laughs> uh, damn it. Let me tell you something. I'd watch that. I will watch Night that. Claws. Maybe we need to review this soon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It has a 2.2 on IMDb. Have we done a Frank Stallone movie? Uh, you, I feel like we did. Wait, did we? I think we did. I think I Yeah, did. it was, um, fuck, it was starred him. Didn't it? God, what did we do? Terror in Beverly Hills. Did we do that? That was Ken Wall, wasn't it? Terror in Beverly Hills, Joe Davis. I don't think so. Yeah, but Cameron, I think Mitchell, maybe we Cameron did. Mitchell was in that too. We did William do that. Smith. I don't Frank remember Stone. anything about it, but we did it. I don't remember a damn thing about that. Max Stone. <laughs> we did do that. The president's daughter is held for ransom. Yes, we did do this. President's daughter is held for ransom in Beverly Hills by a group of Middle Eastern terrorists. Retired Special Forces agent and karate master. Hack Stone is <laughs> on a risky operation to get right. We did do that. We're gonna have to find night claws. Holy shit, that looks like a turd. Hack Living is not an option is the cat is the slow is the catchphrase for it. What was the one movie where Cameron Mitchell had the bee sting eyes? Yes, and William Smith was in that fucking goddamn fucking movie. He played the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> um wait, it wasn't Cameron Mitchell, it was uh who had the was it Hollywood cop? Cameron, Cameron Mitchell had the bee sting eyes. I remember that. You know what? I think it was one of, um, I think in, instead in Hollywood Cop, not Samurai Cop, but Hollywood Cop, I think we did that, and that was one of Mitchum's brothers had big swollen eyes too. <laughs> was one of Mitchum's brothers in that? God, we're Hollywood getting way Cop. off track here. Uh, Hollywood Cop. Hollywood Let's Cop. See. James Mitchum, yes. James yes. Mitchum, he had big puffy eyes too, and Cameron Mitchell's in that too. Maybe that's what they're thinking of. The Mitchums, let me tell you something. The Mitchums like to smoke fucking weed. Yeah, that's the Peter Fonda book. So uh, God, I can't believe know, how many people had puffy are in eyes for a reason. Aldo Ray, Troy Donahue. Love Cameron Mitchell. He's Cameron like one of my favorite actors. Cameron Mitchell Hollywood and Daniel Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to find Night Claws. I'm leaving this up. Anyway, uh, let's rate this turd. Um, for, this was an enjoyable turd for me. Um, I had fun watching it. Is I mean, it's Night claws with a Z. Is it what? Claws. No, just Night Claws from 2013. 2013. So Reb Brown. 13. I, I don't see know. The, Reb Brown Red took Brown 15 a, uh, years off. What's that? Yeah, 2013. Yeah, there it is. Sheriff. He, he plays Sheriff Joe Kelly. He had, small, yeah, that's the one I think that Mike Ensley uh, actually interviewed Red Brown about. They were making ooh. it down in Pensacola, somewhere down there. So, okay, we have a small town is being terrorized by killer Bigfoot, one that is bloodthirsty, vicious, and kills without warning and without discrimination. This plot synopsis is stupid. Uh, a scientist by the name of Sarah Evans shows yep. up to help the town's sheriff, Red Brown, and his deputy girlfriend... What? You have a deputy girlfriend? <laughs> is that like the the, the assistant to your normal girlfriend? Um, hunt oh, this and that thing Frank down. Stallone's character's name is Testy, which I wonder if that's a, a nod to Fabio Testy because it's, it's spelled the same way. The vengeful Mr. Testy and Charlie Charlie Parker, played by Ted Pryor, a Jesus tough East Christ, Coast type. Man. They must have gave they gave a credit to every single person that was even near this movie. There must be fucking two hundred people listed uh, in the credits of this as cast. <laughs> Jesus. 
There is. Uh, that's awesome. Deputy number four. Awesome. I, I'm Dustin Masters. You might remember me from such roles as deputy number four. You know what I think Night is Close. probably the deal with this is? It's one of those ones that they did a um, Kickstarter for, and they said, if you give this much, we'll put you in the movie. Because that's what they did with Deadliest Prey, the sequel to Deadly Prey. I might be in the credits of, of uh, Hollywood Cop or uh, not, uh, Samurai Cop 2. Well, as many times as you've watched Hollywood Cop, they ought to fucking put you in the credits. <laughs> I can't believe I watched that again this week. I, I think you financed it, it. Yeah. I did finance Samurai Cop 2. By all the times that you rented the movie. No, $25 <laughs> I gave to Samurai Cop 2. Oh, it can't be dead. And I'll get, a, I'll get the iTunes version of it when it comes out. I fucking enjoyed this movie. I'm serious. I thought I didn't it was even fun. give it a rating yet. I give it a, I give it a seven. Fuck it. It was fun. It was it was, it was bad, but it was funny. Yeah. And it was one of those ones. And I never saw the mystery science theater thing about this, so I I couldn't go by that. I just went by you know just watching it and everything. And with the, when that girl start, after she cussed him out and they had that tension. Okay, it's not bad when you have when you create like tension between a man and a woman, and then eventually it, it turns. You know, the, they they start. Um, that's my notes. Um, they <laughs> they uh, kind of start liking each other. This yeah. was like not even not even five seconds later after he's ready to punch her in the fucking face. She's at a goddamn disco. They have a disco that just must just run like. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yep. And she goes there. I think she must have been like working off her frustration by dancing. With and, hula hoops. Uh, oh my God. Yes. That reminded me of Horror Hound that one time there was a time where at Horror Hound at about three o'clock in the morning or something, these girls who were drunk just had these hula hoops. And someone gave me one and said, Here, try this. And I'm telling you, I, I must have no hips because that shit dropped to the ground. <laughs> I couldn't do shit. Um, I give this a. I'll also give it a seven. I was yeah. entertained. I did not. I, I did not uh, uh, regret picking it and watching it. It was fucking funny. Everyone should see this. Yeah, it's stupid. If you like bad movies, you'll <laughs> dig this one. It's it's a turd, but it's fun. Yeah, it's a good bad movie. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, no feed sack this week. I'll have to make sure to call the voicemail and moan into it again just to make sure it's still alive. But if you are so inclined, you can send us voicemail to or uh, feedback, feed sack to 206-339-1600, uh, silvergoldpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and our show, you can find it on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, I think. and <laughs> I still haven't checked. And uh, our website, silverandgold.com. Um, oh, and join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Silva and Gold. We haven't had slash. any new members for like months. <laughs> I, <don't care>. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get off Facebook. Facebook's stressing me out, I think. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I can't, well, I'm, I feel watching like I'm habitually picking it up. And just, what's that? I'm watching the trailer for Night Claws. I wonder if it's on. I've seen her before. There. It's got some MILFs in it. Dig it. Oh, my God. 2.2 out of 10. Yeah, I'll see if I can track it down. This looks good. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this looks good. Um, I if it's on Blu-ray. You're going to get the Blu-ray? Criterion edition. There, there you go. Um, I think that's about it for the show. Yeah. Let's you got anything this. else? I got a poop.
All right. I already took care of that today, so. Um, all right. Well, I guess uh, we will we will post what we're watching for uh, next next show on the on the Facebook group. Um, he's still watching the trailer. No, somebody fucking has uh, off to the side of the. Well, first of all, it looks like uh, everybody that was in Deadly Prey, Deadly Deadliest Prey, is in this, and Red Brown. Um, nice. But off to the side where they have the other clips of stuff that's kind of similar is a picture of Jennifer Lawrence uh, from Hunger Games with a bow, and I was going to say an arrow, but it's a bow, and somebody like uh, uh, photoshopped in a big long dildo that nice. she shoots out of the the bow, which would be cool. What is it? What what happens when it hits its target? Is it something? Is it is it something sexy or painful or both? That would hurt like hell. Big old fucking hard fucking uh, dildo. I don't know how hard the dildo. It depends on what it's made out of. Some of them are pretty lifelike, I think. <laughs> All right. It's right down that... your throat. It just you just happen to open your mouth and be like, oh! not again. <laughs> All right. I uh, gotta get this out of my mouth. (laughs) Till next time. This is Hello Oot. Bye bye.